Welcome to Trademark Insiders, the business and marketing podcast brought to you by Kogut and Cannon. We are Mary Kogut Lowell and Mary Cannon, national trademark attorneys, brand consultants, and business coaches. Join us to get the insider's perspective on all things business, marketing, and intellectual property. Today's guest of honor needs no introduction. She is the incomparable Jessica Dawson, CEO of the 55th Degree, and a true pioneer in the fintech landscape with her mobile tipping app, Fisk. Get ready to have your perspectives shift as we imagine a world where tipping isn't just about cash, it's about investing in futures, creating opportunities, and changing the world one gratuity at a time. We're also diving into the data-driven world of trademark strategy. Recent research has uncovered a fascinating link between trademark registrations and startup success, a correlation that might just redefine the way we think about branding and profits. So Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. Um, Looking forward to talking to y'all all week. Same. So for our listeners who don't already know you, who is Jessica Dawson and what is Fisk Mobile Tipping? My name is Jessica Dawson. I am from Orlando, Florida. I grew up here. I went to the University of Florida, studied uh, real estate and urban analysis, which has a the major focus was finance and my minor was economics. So I love looking at numbers, but that's not where I ended up uh, for the past 25 years. I was working at Home Depot and I, I loved it. And I, I was in and out of management and I am a transgender female. So I stepped out of management in order to do my transition and was back in the paint department when I actually helped a contractor one day He had come up to the paint desk and he was blown away by my customer service. I said, I'm a 25 year vet. He heard me and I knew he wanted to tip me, but it's against corporate policy. And that is where the idea for Fisk Mobile tipping came to be. It is a way to send money electronically or through a peer-to-peer payment platform. So Fisk Mobile Tipping is a completely different way to look at uh, customer service and performance. And it sounds as though then um, to to be able to use the app, both the person tipping and the recipient need to have the, the app, right? No, this is very unique. We are, the app is actually, the front end of the app is actually complete. We've, we're in the, right now um, in the talks of writing uh, letters of intent and contracts in order to create this custom split that uh, is, makes us different. And it also makes us different to where you can not be a Fisk user and send money into Fisk. Peer, most peer-to-peer payment platforms, and the easiest way I can explain it, if I was going to tip Mary $100 through any of the other peer-to-peer payment platforms, that money would go from point A, which is me, to point B, which would be Mary. But when you are using Fisk mobile tipping, that's F-I-S-K mobile tipping, the money would go from point A, which is me, to point B, which is Mary, but it goes through a split that Mary would be in control of. The smallest split is a 95 to 5 split. So that $100 that I would tip her 
95% or $95 would go straight to her virtual debit card. The other 5% would land up in the investment account of her choosing that she links up to the application. Every time I tip her, I am technically altering her future, which also means I'm altering the future of the country. I know you use the slogan, some for you now, some for you later. How do you envision that concept impacting tipped workers and non-FISC users? How does this affect the global economy at large? Most people in the United States, and I have talked to so many, and nobody was taught finance in high school. Now, FISC gives an opportunity for someone to learn about finance in a very gentle way and start saving money by just receiving money. And it is automatic. It's a unique way of solving a problem by tipping somebody. We have a habit of spending everything that we get. We need to start saving. It's not a, a quick fix. There are so many people that need help um, and we can help the people the, at the bottom learn finance, which will turn the country around. It's not gonna be immediate but it is a pathway forward to correcting some of the things that we've been doing wrong. Yes, one of the best things about Fisk and the 55th degree, in my opinion, is the way you are addressing this issue of financial inclusion of tipped workers, helping them to invest probably often for the first time in their lives. So these are critical financial services to underserved populations who were previously excluded. How does that feel to be serving people in this way? That's what we're here to do. The people at the bottom are looked over all the time. No one focuses on the people at the bottom and I am. Right, and then the name FISC, you've also said stands for financial information, security and knowledge. And that plays right into what you're saying. Is that right? Yes, it was. The, the, so the name started as Little Fish. When you transfer Little Fish into Norwegian, it becomes Leeton Fisk. Well, we dropped the Leeton and went with Fisk, which still means fish. And it's funny, I had someone at church uh, point out to me that goes, you know, you're passing out fish. You know, there's plenty of money to go around. They just dump $6 trillion into the economy. As an independent, I know all of my friends that are on that lean to the left will like the mobile application because it creates a financial safety net for the smaller people in the country. The country doesn't have to pay for those people anymore. That means that technically the people on the right would like this application. Taxes technically should come down. I know that balance is an important aspect of what you're trying to achieve. And I've also heard you mention that the name 55th degree comes from that idea of balance, being able to look forward and backward equally and realize that you can control some things and you can't control other things. Yes, this is uh, probably one of the, my favorite subjects to talk about other than FISC. The universe is looking for order. Um, everything comes to balance at certain points in time. Our entire life, um, you can look backwards in time and see everything that you've done. You can see your mistakes and you can see the things that you did right. Um, and it goes back, it's a mathematical equation looking back in your life that everything that you've done led you to right now. I look back, I think it's gonna be a fun, I'm gonna go, wow, that was an incredible ride to live for as long as I did as a male and then lived as a female. Um, for the rest of my life is, is absolutely fascinating. I knew that this was coming when I was a kid. I knew at two and a half years old that I was different. 
I would fall asleep at night wishing I'd wake up a girl. Well, that didn't happen until I made it happen. Our lives are based upon our choices and our thoughts. The 55th degree, the number 55. So it, to me, it means balance, half, half on one side, half on the other, um, left, left and right. My, I have a 55 Chevy sitting at home. Um, 13 years ago was when that motorcycle accident happened that derailed uh, the first time I tried to start a 55th degree in a mobile application. Everything works out exactly the way it's supposed to work out with timing if you can look for it. There's the concept that each choice that you make, there's a, a version of you that makes the other choice and then it splits and there's multiple versions of you. Is there, you know, possibility of that motorcycle accident where I did die and I'm the, and the version that did live. And I always wanted to grow up and be a successful businesswoman. I'm on the path with Fisk. It's, we are at the point where we have to raise a certain amount of funding. Everything's set in place to where when the funding comes in, all the dominoes will fall. I have multiple um, attorneys that, you know, I want for trademarks. I want to patent the software if that's possible. I look at the application will work. It's simple to, to comprehend. If you have multiple jobs, it's like having a 401k that follows you around. We are all creating a financial safety net for each other. We all help each other out. And that's something that's never been done before. Yes. And I think that is why it makes a lot of sense for companies like yours who are at the forefront of innovation um, to be inclined to want to invest in IP protection, knowing that these valuable ideas of yours need safeguarding. And that's why it's so interesting to see this uh, recent news of the study showing trademark registrations being linked to increased profits and returns for companies, I think. And then you, you know, everybody ha is worried when you create something as an entrepreneur, you're like, oh, should I be quiet about this? Should I patent it? Should I not patent it? Should I trademark uh, my logos? I know that I want what I've created or Nicole and I have created or my team has created to be protected so someone is not taking the idea. We have to somehow figure that out. Um, but entrepreneurs are, they see something that's not there, that could be there. And if it came into the world, it would make the world a better place. They need help. They need uh, legal help, uh, getting their stuff trademarked and they need, you know, if they need to form the right company. People are hearing the vibrations from me and they're seeing what I have inside of my head, inside of my heart with what I'm building. That leads me to another question, Jessica. What has it been like seeking funding as a woman and especially as a transgender woman, knowing that so few of the venture capital out there does go to women? So the stats that I've seen is 2% of venture capital goes to women. Black women get point. 5% of capital. And I imagine it would probably be the same or might even be smaller for transgender women. Now there are LGBT um, angel investors and venture capitalists that I, I am talking to. Um, they seem more open because they can relate to me. Um, and Americans, uh, you know, we, we are, we work on Western philosophy. 
Um, a lot of the guys, you know, it gets big and strong. The stronger you are, you can force things to happen. Um, Eastern philosophy, a, a lot of them, uh, they know how to meditate and to quiet the mind. Jessica, I love um, how introspective you are and that you think about all of these deep questions and philosophies. And that reminds me of something I've heard you say before, which is that you need to go inward to go upward. What do you mean by that? Um, I am been meditating consistently over two times a day. And most people are, stop your thoughts. I can't stop my thoughts. Well, there's techniques that you can't do that. And it calms you down. Um, some people take psychedelic drugs to, in order to, to go inward. But everybody, all the religious people have gone inward to go upward. It's flip, flipping the energy around and knowing how to, to do that is, is, is what everybody needs to learn how to do. To figure out deep questions, you need to be by yourself and to go inward and meditate. Right. It's, I mean, you have cultivated this really mindful CEO lifestyle with the long walks in the morning and the audiobooks and the meditation practice. Can you walk us through a typical day? So I go to bed at nine o'clock and I wake up and I, when the alarm clock goes off, I, it goes off at 3.55 in the morning. My feet have to hit the ground at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, I go for an hour walk. I get By the time I get dressed, it's 4.15 in the morning and I'm listening to an audible book at 1.5 speed. And, you know, I heard that people who read 50 books a year are billionaires. Well, and that tip reminds me of another thing I heard of that supposedly sets billionaires apart. And the tip goes something like this. Millionaires write down their goals once a day. Billionaires write down their goals twice a day. And just the act of writing down those goals are what propel them to greatness. I'm curious, Jessica, as a CEO with a unique perspective, what advice do you have for other entrepreneurs who want to challenge conventions and create lasting change? You need to put right down on a piece of paper what you want. It's a, it's a thought in your head. And once you write it on a piece of paper, you just brought it into this reality. You've now brought it into this realm. You know, nobody would ever use Fisk if I would not have seen the concept of looking at technology in a way and using it as it's never been used before and going as, as far as I've gone. I'm not one of those people that uh, gives up easily. All of my future customers are relying on me to get this thing going. Is it a mobile application that does finance? Yeah. Is it going to generate money, uh, wealth for individuals who've never had a chance to try to do finance and invest? Yes. But the application, that what it does for through the, the rest of time, the rest of our reality, it's a ripple effect. Thank you for listening to the Trademark Insiders podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember, trademarks are an essential part of building and protecting your brand. And our goal is to provide you with the knowledge and insights you need to succeed. Visit us at trademarkinsiders.com for more information. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date on the latest trends, news, and strategies in the world of trademarks. Protect your brand, protect your business, and join us next time for more insider tips and tricks on Trademark Insiders. Thank you so much, Jessica. And we want to make sure to tell our audience to pull out your phone right now and download the Fisk mobile tipping app. If they go to fiskmobile.tech, 
it will go to the landing page and then you it'll redirect you if you wanted to go download it. Check it out. It's going to change the game. Thank you so much, Jessica, for joining us today.